Hey, I'm Rebecca Hamilton, creator and owner of Chick Boss Cake. Thanks for joining me on my Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast, where I'll be sharing all my best life and business tips and tricks on how I've created the life of my dreams and how you can too. I'm a no-nonsense, full disclosure, sweet talk scrapping, woman entrepreneur who believes in taking charge of your life and ridding yourself of all the excuses that are holding you back. Chad's joining me today to talk about the number one most important thing in business. What do you think people would say that is? Just throw out some ideas of things people might say. Yeah, for sure. They may say things like staff, marketing, sales, systems, who you know, all kinds of things. (laughs) That's right. But I'm here to say what it actually is because I need to keep it real for all of you guys. And I need you guys to know what the number one thing that is most important in your business And that is sales. Dun, dun, dun. Right? Okay. So those are definitely important components of running a business. But my friend, you will not have a business in the first place if you do not have sales. So let me repeat this key point again. If you do not have sales, you do not have a business. You have a hobby. Sales are the most important part, more important than top of the line equipment, a great business plan, the design and layout of your store, the web design, or the color of your business cards. It's so easy to get caught up in all of the other things because running a business is fun and dynamic, and there's so many areas to shift your attention to. But I'm here to say, don't get distracted and don't take anyone else's advice if they're telling you that sales are not the absolute most important part of your business. Sales are everything. If you let other things distract you, you will be out of business before you know it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I get it. I realize why a lot of people, you know, don't enjoy spending time in this category because Mm -hmm. it's awkward. You know, um, there's so many other things in business that, you know, are much easier, much more fun. Way more fun. (laughs) You know, like let's create this thing or. I love creating products. So I find that the most fun. (laughs) Yeah. So it's awkward. And, you know, I know for us, it's something that, you know, we made sure that was always a priority. Yeah. Um, Every single day. Yeah. And even to this day, there's not a day that passes where we're not on the ball with you know, how the sales are, where right. they're doing, where they're at. Um, and we're constantly tweaking and, and trying different things. But, um, you know, I, I truly feel that people, it, it, it's an uncomfortable feeling. So I get it. I understand yeah, it. And I think that, you know, because it is so uncomfortable that that's why people don't make it a number one priority and they get distracted by all of the other fun things and fun areas to do. And, you know, maybe sales isn't your strong suit or maybe you don't feel like you're great at sales. Um, but like I said, if you don't have sales, you you legitimately don't have a business. And that's where your attention needs to be first and foremost before you get into all of the other fun stuff. Right. 
Yeah, absolutely. It needs to be a top priority each day. Yeah. So I get a lot of questions from women specifically about how to sell without feeling salesy or as they like to say, like an old car salesman. And it actually makes me laugh because sales should actually not feel that way at all. They shouldn't feel uncomfortable or like some big weird thing. If you genuinely believe in your products or your business, then you'll truly feel like you're doing them a disservice by not buying your products or services. It's pretty much that simple. Just be genuine and authentic and there's no need to feel uncomfortable. And there is certainly no need to feel like an old car salesman. (laughs) Yeah. And if you don't believe in your product, you're in the wrong business. Yeah. Like you should believe in your product, like with all of your being. And like I said, you should feel like everybody, you know, needs your product as bad as you need to sell your product. Yeah. I remember I read somewhere once where somebody, you know, was struggling. It was a company and and they were trying to coach somebody who was struggling with sales, one of their staff. And, um, you know, they're asking, well, hey, like, would you buy our product? And they said, no, I wouldn't buy that product. Okay, well, no wonder you're not wrong, wrong staff to hire for your business. Your staff should be just as passionate about your product um, if they're working for your company. So if they're not, then maybe you should hire different staff then. Absolutely. So I, I feel that people need to get over that, um, you know, perception Mm -hmm. that other people, you know, may feel or think a certain way. Yeah. Or be uncomfortable by you selling to them. Like, I don't know about you, but, um, whenever somebody is trying to sell me on something, that is awesome and that I find awesome or they're like, hey, this is how it will change your life or help your life or save you time or make you happier. Like I'm enthusiastic and I'm happy to buy their product because I'm I'm excited about their enthusiasm and their excited their excitedness about it. Right. I can feel their passion and I can feel, you know, what makes their product special. And, you know, if I genuinely like their product, I'm going to go buy it and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. I'm going to love the whole process of buying it. You know what I mean? So what would you tell the audience or some tips around, um, you know, making the potential buyer Mm -hmm. not feel that way? Right. So I love this question because if you think about and and I'm just speaking from a woman's perspective here because I'm a woman um, secret. (laughs) Um, So think about how when you're so excited to tell your best friend about a new restaurant or a new store or a new product that you fell in love with, you tell them with intense passion and enthusiasm and you don't even realize it, but you're actually selling it to them without even knowing that that's what you're doing. You're basically a salesperson for that new restaurant you fell in love with, that new you know t-shirt that you bought, um, that new store that you went into. You're selling every time you tell your friends, oh, I love this product or I love this service. Um, so you're actually doing it every single day in your life. Anytime you tell a friend, hey, I bought this, you know, I bought this cake for my kid and he loved it and it was so freaking awesome. Um, that's you selling. So if you can sell for other people and other people's businesses, why the heck can't you sell for your own? Um, I think that 
you know, you need to get over your insecurities or your perception of what other people are going to think of you or feel about you selling to them and change your mindset to, you know, you're doing them a favor by telling them about how awesome your product is and why they should buy it and how it's going to improve the quality of their life. There's literally no reason why if you can go and tell your best friend and feel comfortable about doing that, about all those other businesses that you love, that you can't do that for your own. And if you can't, then like Chad said, I mean, I feel like you're in the wrong business and maybe you should, you know, get into a business that you're actually that excited and passionate about telling people and selling people about. Yeah, you couldn't have said it more perfectly. And I know for You know, our business, one thing that we do quite often that I know a lot of businesses don't that struggle with sales is follow up. Mm -hmm. So why don't you touch on that for our audience? Yeah. So follow up is super important. Always, always, always follow up in all situations. Okay. If you don't get the sale, follow up with a customer to see if they're still interested or why they haven't bought it yet. Okay. If they did buy your product or service, then follow up with them after to see how they actually liked the product. And yes, I get it. I know it might seem uncomfortable. You're opening yourself up to the feedback, but it's truly important. And honestly, it's the most valuable way to learn how to improve your business. Um, So Just expect that you're going to get some negative feedback. Okay, not everybody is going to love your product. Not everybody is going to love you. Um, But that's the part of being in business that you're going to have to learn to deal with. And it's just part of it. Um, But if you're not you know, confident enough to follow up about the product and you're not able to handle the complaints or the negative feedback, then, you know, maybe you probably shouldn't be in business because that's literally one of the parts of being in business. And it sucks. I don't like hearing that people don't, you know, people didn't like my product or my cake or whatever, for whatever reason, Um, even though like our complaint ratio is substantially, substantially better than like we have a really, really good um, ratio of happy customers, not happy customers, um, which makes our business really awesome. But the only reason we have that is because we followed up and asked for the feedback. And then, you know, if we continue to get um, similar feedback from different customers, then we implement changes to improve our products or improve our services or whatever the issue might be. Um, But if we never, you know, if we never had the guts to follow up with them and ask them for their feedback, then we wouldn't know. And then we couldn't have the opportunity to make our business that much better. And that's truly what's created like the substantial success that we've been able to have is from, you know, asking for feedback and following up with everything. Like, even though we still, we still do so many orders, like every single year, we do tons more orders than the year before. We usually double our sales every year, which is crazy and awesome. Um, But you can imagine how many orders that is. And we still follow up with every single order that we do. Okay. And obviously we have a system and it's very organized for that. But the point is that no matter how big or how small you are, you should be doing that and implementing that like right away. 
Yeah, and you said it perfectly. Follow up is a twofold thing. So it's in reference to sales as well as customer service and feedback. So we use follow up in a way that, you know, if you think about it in your own personal life as a consumer, you know, how often do you buy something at the first indication? Right. The first time you see a Facebook or Instagram ad, the first time you, you know, hear a radio commercial or a TV ad. No, I don't. And let me just tell you why, because I'll see um, a Kate Spade purse and it'll be like 200 bucks and I'll be like, oh, I don't really think I need another Kate Spade purse. And then, you know what, it'll pop up on my feed again, like in a couple of days. And then I'll see the purse. And I'm like, oh, you know, I really like that purse. Be like, But you know what? I really don't need that purse. And then, you know, it, it's all about mood and emotion when it comes to marketing. And, you know, maybe the fifth time I see that purse, I'm going to be like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to freaking buy the darn purse so I can stop staring at it on my feed and so that I can have it. And that's literally how the, the ads work. It's crazy. Exactly. And there's science behind this. Yeah. Um, you know, there's studies you can find online, um, you know, how many times people typically need to see an advertisement before they take action. Yeah. Um, you know, so just simply being aware of that for your business and implementing a follow up system and strategy mm-hmm. to get the sale um, is extremely important. So that's yeah. the one part in order to increase sales. And then we also use it as, as a customer service and retention uh, tactic to improve different aspects of our business with following up after the sale. So it's two right. parts, both which are very valuable. They increase the sales mm-hmm. on the front end yeah. and then they reduce um, you know, any friction on the back end. So right. it's, a, it's a wonderful tool to be uh, more accustomed to. And I would encourage anybody to set those systems up in each side of it. Yeah. And also too, um, something that is super important is it's building relationships with people too. It's not just like, you know, okay, now I got your money um, and here's your cake. And then I don't care about you after that. Like it's building a a relationship with your customers um, and opening that line of communication with them so that they feel comfortable to be like, you know, Hey, I didn't like this or can we do this next time or whatever. Right. Um, Communication is so important and making your customers feel like they're valued and, you know, part of your family or friend's circle, um, that's how you're going to get them to come back. And, you know, a lot of our customers have, you know, kids, like two or three kids, and they'll order for all of their birthdays and everything. And, you know, we've been doing this for, I don't know, like, what, 10 years now almost? Yeah. And it's just been incredible being able to watch people's kids grow up from when we made their first birthday cake, you know, in the beginning, and now we're making their 10th birthday cake. And it's just so cool. And it's so fun to see. Um, But, you know, money and sales, they come from people because people are the creatures that carry the currency of money. So the more people you surround yourself with, then the more potential buyers that you'll have. And, you know, one important thing I think a lot of people miss when it comes to sales is don't sell to people, sell for people. And the more genuinely that you care about the people you're selling to, then the easier you'll be able to explain the benefits that they'll get from what you're selling. The best sales are made upon building genuine connections and relationships since that's what will ultimately lead to lifetime buyers. So... I guess what I'm trying to say is the more authentic you are, then the more long-term sales that you'll get. Bingo. Bingo.
Yeah. And one thing that we've talked about a lot recently um, is the topic of over delivering. Yep. Super important. Um, So if you think about, you know, we did, you know, little Susie's first birthday cake and now we're doing the 10th birthday cake. Well, that really is full circle, right? Like that's over delivering. We've done every cake. They're coming back. You know, we're making it better and better year after year, giving them an even better experience. Yeah. You know, so we take this really personal, personal, Mm -hmm. and we really believe in the value of, of our amazing cakes that create lasting memories, delicious um, taste, you know, just memories with your friends and your families. These last a lifetime, right? Like our products are at these types of events. Um, And even, you know, when you're not at an event, you may just want something to cheer you up on a bad day um, or to celebrate on a Saturday with your family. So, you know, by believing in that and over delivering in that, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have no qualms about follow up or about, you know, trying different techniques to get sales. Because at the end of the day, we know that by, you know, them having our products in their lives, it's going to provide the value that we know it will. Yeah. And I mean, we feel super confident in our products and in our business and in ourselves. And we know that we're going to over deliver every single time. So um, it's not just about meeting expectations. It's about exceeding them. So there's many ways to do that. You could in your own business, you could include a bonus gift, maybe a sample of a new product, um, just simply even over the top service, go out of your way somehow to make it a memorable experience for them um, because customers expect to receive a certain level of customer service, obviously. Um, but when you go over and above that, then that's when they'll become fans and tell all their friends and family about you. Um, so I don't know about you, but uh, a lot of the stores and um, services and stuff like that that I go into nowadays um, is very like base level customer service. Like half the time they don't look at you or say hi or engage with you or, you know, Chad and I, every time we go shopping in those cute small towns, we're always like, you know, judging the customer service based on, you know, if they acknowledge you as a person or not. Right. Um, And we kind of have some fun with it that way. Um, But you'd be surprised, like you don't have to do a whole lot um, in order to meet the bare expectations, let alone exceed them just because the bar is set so low by other businesses that don't take that seriously and that don't put the effort into doing that. Right. Yeah. And if you think about how that ties into over delivering, mm-hmm. um, it's in reference to re recurring customers. So customers that come back and you are going to sell them a second, a third, a fourth time. Right. Because, you know, you're naturally looking to get new sales, which we do often. And then we also get them coming back and mm-hmm. back. And once you get them and you, and you over deliver, yeah. they love that feeling that you provide. So you're selling on on that part of it and then you're selling on the new business part of it as well. Yeah. And I mean, those customers that are lifetime customers, like they trust you. They know what the service is like. They know that if they they know what to expect. Exactly. And they know that if they have an issue with their product or service, that you're sure as heck going to freaking fix it for them because you've proven that to them over the years and you've been there and you've made sure that their experience is top notch and you're there to listen if they have any issues about it. Um, And 
you know, ultimately that's what you want to, in, in order to grow your business and to create a successful business that people care about. Um, you want other happy customers selling for you because you gave them something to rave about. So I think that that is super important. Um, think about the costs of marketing and advertising nowadays. If you can provide one person with simply an over-the-top amazing experience and think about the value that it provides when they go and they tell, you know, 10 or 20 of their family or friends, um, about how awesome you are, they're selling for you and it didn't cost you anything other than to be a nice freaking person and to give them an awesome experience and make them happy. Absolutely. Your sales will increase tenfold. Yeah, 100%. So that's it. Sales are number one. Be genuine, authentic, and kind and truly believe in yourself and your products and you'll be able to sell from the heart. If you have any other questions, send me an email at Rebecca at chickbosscake.com. I love connecting with people and I'm very passionate about helping people grow their businesses. As always, thanks for listening to my podcast, Scrap the Sweet Talk with me, your host, Rebecca Hamilton, owner and creator of Chick Boss Cake. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Hit me up on social media. I'm on Instagram at Rebecca at Chick Boss Cake or Facebook as Rebecca Hamilton. Today is a great day to make greatness happen and turn your ordinary life into something extraordinary. Start creating the life of your dreams today.